Welcome to Making Fit Work. I'm your host, Nina McGough, certified personal trainer and nutrition coach and busy mom of two. I'm committed to helping you get real results by sharing best practices and life hacks to staying consistent. I also regularly interview other busy professionals who have mastered the ability to juggle it all while staying the course with their health and fitness. Let's get started. Hey, real quick, I just wanted to drop in and let you know that registration for my Hit and Lift Summer Boot Camp is officially open. I've taken my signature 12-week program that I've run time and time again and that people absolutely love. It is my most popular program and condensed it down into eight weeks to help you stay consistent and keep those results coming all summer long. These workouts are specifically designed to help you burn fat while still building muscle tone in 30 minutes or less. These workouts can be done anytime, anywhere, even if you're on vacation. There's dumbbell workouts, body weight workouts, even some rest and recovery workouts in there for you. All the details are in the show notes, so go on over, grab the link, or feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook at fitwith underscore Nina, and I can answer any of your questions for you. Looking forward to running this program. This is actually the first and only time I've run it over the summer. Not sure if I'll do it again. That's why you don't want to miss it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Making Fit Work. I am your host, Nina McGough, and I am here with my friend today, Sarah Charbonneau. Sarah, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Sarah is a 41-year-old busy mom of two boys, only one and six years old. You got littles. Yes. <laughs> and stepmom to one girl who is a teenager, almost 18. Yeah, an adult. Yeah, an adult. (laughs) I know. I shouldn't even say teenager. Yeah. Uh, You're a full-time school adjustment counselor and coach's wife. And I love that you put that in there because I think that speaks volumes to like your schedule, right? And what your home life is like. Yes, absolutely. So your husband is a uh, high school football coach, right? Yes. Yep. He's the um, Fairhaven High School head football coach. Um, so during football season, um, I am doing a whole lot of solo parenting. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, I can imagine. And yeah. you work in the school system. Yes. So yep. let's even just dive right into that. Like, what does that even mean for your schedule? Yeah. So, um, my days start pretty early. Um, I have about a half hour commute to work. Um, so I need to leave my house by 630 um, to get to work on time. Um, I'd like to leave a little bit earlier than that, but that's kind of like my deadline. Um, so yeah, so it starts really early, but the good part of that is that I'm also done really early. So I'm home by usually about three o'clock, um, sometimes a little bit later if I have like meetings or commitments after school. Great. Um, but my days start early and end pretty early. And so during football season, which is how long? Um, so football season start, well, let's be honest, like football <laughs> yeah. is year round. There's always stuff going on. Right. Um, but the, the full season is, um, it starts like the end of August um, and it goes until Thanksgiving um, at minimum. Um, if they go on to, um, to the Super Bowl, then it goes to like the first week in December, right. um, but so, at minimum till Thanksgiving. So then during that time, you're really doing all the solo parenting, 
with your two little guys. Yeah. So before we even get into what that looks like and how you even make fit work with all that, let's go back because I know people love to hear what has your fitness journey look like? When did it first become a part of your life? Sure. So um, I would say like very early, like I, um, I was an athlete when I was younger um, and that started like real early, um, you know, playing like organized sports when I was probably like seven or eight years old. But even before that, um, I have an older brother. So we were constantly like outside um, playing pickup wiffle ball games, um, pick up pretty much anything <laughs> um, with all the neighborhood kids. Um, and then I started playing softball when I was probably like seven or eight. Um, and I tried kind of a little bit of everything, um, but I always stuck with softball. And then I started playing volleyball in um, junior high. And then I played that, um, both of those throughout um, junior high and high school. Um, and then I also went on to play college softball. So I was playing um, softball in college as well. Wow, that's a big commitment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, so always sports. Always sports. Always sports. So other than sports, were you in, were you familiar with like the gym environment at that time? So was a little most- bit. Yeah. So, um, I was a pitcher. I played, when I played softball, I was a high school pitcher. Um, and then my high school coach was my pitching coach. Um, so, you know, in the winter he would have us do like a, a program. So there was a, a weight room at the high school and we would, um, do kind of like a, a short program in there, but, um, you know, it wasn't anything, intensive at all. It was just kind of like, you know, when I was there before I would start my pitching workout, I would do a little bit of weights. Um, and then when I got to college and I pitched in college, we had, um, kind of like a bigger weight commitment where we would have to be in the gym, um, a certain amount of days a week where the, um, like the trainers at the gym at the college would put together a program for us that we had to do. Um, but again, like it was kind of like a a means to an end. I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I didn't really like love it either. It was just kind of something I had to do as part of practice or right. um, part of the off season. Um, so that was kind of like where I started um, something outside of, of sports, I would say. And so what was it like transitioning after college? Cause I know that sometimes a lot of athletes have a hard time with that transition and they're no yeah. longer playing an organized sport. Did you feel that way? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I would say like, once I stopped, um, I kind of stopped really like working out for a while. I had a a lot of overuse injuries. So like my body was always in pain really. Um, so I just kind of like took some time to really like rest and not really do much at all. Um, and I would say that probably that break was probably a couple of years. Um, just because again, like I was so used to just not feeling great in my body. Right. Um, and then I was, you know, mid twenties and then you're kind of, you're used to that athlete kind of, um, uh, that like being able to kind of eat whatever you want and do whatever you want and not. So now I'm in my mid twenties and that's not happening. So I'm like, okay, like now I need to do something, move my body or, or do something because right. I'm not loving the way that I look now. Right. Um, and, but again, being in your mid twenties, you don't have a ton of money to throw around. So I started running, um, mainly it's because it was like an easy, cheap thing that I could do just kind of, you know, step out of your house and run. Um, so I would do that. I would, um, you know, run about like three miles, um, like four or five times a week. Well, that's a lot. Yeah. But it was, again, I, I think, you know, you're used to that like intense training schedule. So it didn't really feel like a lot because mm. it's just, you know, 
it, it honestly didn't really, really feel like I was doing much. And I didn't love it to be completely honest, but it was easy and it was accessible. And you're um, like, I just need to do something. Right. Right. So at what point in your life did you get back to lifting weights or some sort of like training program? So um, regimen. I would say probably like my late twenties. Um, I was like, okay, again, I started with the overuse injuries from running because now mm. it takes a toll on your body. Um, so I started, I joined a gym and I just kind of like started putting workouts together myself, honestly, through like, um, things that I would read in like women's fitness magazine yes. or things like that. And so taking things like from, from that, taking pieces from the internet, um, and just kind of like putting my own workouts together. Um, and basically doing like a little bit of probably, um, hit without even really realizing it. Um, but just trying to get in like as much as I could. So doing like supersets of things, um, and, and I would go before work. So it was like, I needed to get in and out. So I would be kind of like working pretty quickly. Um, so that probably started in my late twenties, I would say. Okay. And then from there. How did things start to change for you? Because at some point were you ever like, okay, I've got this intensity, but like, where did you ever feel like you started to see the changes that you were missing from kind of that, like athletic, those athletic years to now like mid twenties, late twenties. So I would say like, I did that for a while, kind of on my own, um, probably like until like my early thirties and then, um, my job changed actually. So I wasn't able to get to the gym in the morning. Um, and then I really wasn't going as often. Mm. Um, so I kind of like fell off uh, from working out. I would, you know, walk a lot, um, with, I had a dog at the time. So I would walk my dog off and she was very high energy. So she needed to be walked off and, but I really wasn't like training. Um, and then, um, I, that probably went on for a while until probably after I had my son, um, uh, my oldest son. Okay. And then, um, after I had my oldest son, I was, you know, just stuck in that rut of being a mom, not rut of being a mom, but the day-to-day and the busyness of being a mom and, um, kind of felt like I lost myself a little bit, um, and wanted to kind of get back to the things that I enjoyed and the things that made me feel good and working out was one of those things. Um, so it's okay to use the word rut. Anybody who's an actual mom knows what yeah. that means, right? Like, yeah. I don't mean to sound like you're saying anything negative about motherhood, but yeah, we yeah. <laughs> just the day to day. And, you know, having being a, at that point, I was a first time mom. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back, there are things that were um, very kind of telling of like what kind of child my, my son would be at that point. You don't really know like what's normal and what's not normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of, he was a little bit higher needs than I think um, my youngest is. <laughs> so, um, but, but again, I just needed something to kind of get back to myself and, te- and make myself feel good. Um, what made you realize that it was workouts that you were kind of missing? Was it more about just like, Ah, I need something for myself or was it like, I really miss that time that I was spending by myself in the gym. So I think it was, um, meeting the time to myself, but also just knowing that that's like, that made me feel my best. Um, right. and then, you know, I've always struggled with anxiety and working out is something that's definitely helped my anxiety. Um, and I really, I really struggled with postpartum anxiety, um, for a, probably a long time again, like looking back on it. 
Um, so I think just knowing that this could be a tool to kind of like help all around um, and just, you know, knowing that that was something that had been really a, a positive force in helping my anxiety in the past. Um, and then just giving me that, that little bit of time away. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. When, at what point did you realize, cause I feel like this takes time, at least for me, it did to mm-hmm. realize the effect that exercise and fitness has on mental health, right? Because I think when we all, at some point, when we first entered the fitness world, we did it because we wanted to be, you know, I hate to say this, I don't think like this anymore, but in my twenties, when I was, you know, watching shape magazine and reading some of those things, it's like, I just want to be skinnier. I just want a flat tummy. And, you know, you get into it for those reasons. And I remember kind of when I had that aha moment, but like, did you ever have an aha moment like that where you're like, oh, this actually helps me overall? So, yeah. So, um, I, well, so my, um, professional background, I'm an adjustment counselor. So I've studied mental health. Um, so I knew it from an intellectual point, but When I was in my uh, probably like mid to late twenties, my anxiety was, you know, it's been ebbs and flows. And at that point it was horrific. And I was having like um, multiple panic attacks a day and it was really difficult. So um, I just knew that at that point, like being able to do something um, and it would, it was running because that was kind of would let me kind of let that big burst of energy out Mm -hmm. and Um, and then later it became kind of that more intense workouts, but I would just know that those things would help my panic attacks, um, and, and kind of, um, and help me that way. And now, like, as I've gotten older and, you know, I can definitely just feel it within myself with, if I haven't worked out in a couple of days, even my husband will say like, you need to go work out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can feel like I'm just crankier. I'm just not as happy. Um, so now I can definitely see it a lot clearer than I probably did in the past. Yeah. I think it took a while for me, you know, to really notice like, and it happened with things like that, right? Like if I had a week where I wasn't working out all of a sudden I was crankier, I did feel more tired. And I was like, what is my deal? And it took a while to like, put it together to be like, oh, I haven't worked out all week or I only worked out once this week or whatever. So how did you find your way? back to fitness after having your first guy? Cause I know that can be tough. Yeah. How do I start? Where do I get back? Like start again? Like, so I actually, um, started with boutique because, mm-hmm. um, I knew that they were short workouts. I knew, um, that it would be working out with a trainer. Um, and it, you know, I had done it before on my own. I felt like I had done it fairly well on my own, but I did not have the same like mental capacity or time to be mm. able to, um, kind of spend planning workouts and like figure out what I'm going to do when I got to the gym. Yeah, um, so like the big draw for boutique was that I went there Um, it was a half an hour, a coach was telling me what to do. And I knew that it was like a workout that was kind of going to touch all the bases. Um, so that was kind of what brought me back, um, to working out like pretty regularly. And so at that point, how many times a week were you working out? Um, I would try, like when I first got back, I would try to do like two or three times a week. Um, and again, I, right. And so the, the thing with boutique too, is it, you know, it costs money. And so I knew if I was spending money on this, that it was going to be a motivator because, 
Um, at that point, like I hadn't been doing anything regularly. I knew there was going to have to be some kind of outside force motivating me to go because I didn't necessarily have that. Um, or it was going to be easy to say like, you know, I had like, I'm just spent from my day or he's my son slept horrible last night and right. sleep in. but when it's scheduled and there's the, the money was tied in, that was kind of helpful at first. Yeah, absolutely. And then of course we know COVID hits. Mm-hmm. Did that put a wrench yeah. in your workout schedules? Actually, it didn't. It actually was better. Oh, <laughs> um, good. Because it, so, you know, there was a lot of virtual options. Right. I've never been really um, particularly excited about working out at home. Um, but, you know, when you're stuck in your house and there's not really much else to do, um, I took advantage of a lot of the opportunities to be able to work out from home. And I feel like I was able to work out more often. Um, and it actually worked really well for me. That's, that's great that you said that because I know people, there was a little bit of a divide. There were either people who like kicked it up a notch, yeah. <laughs> right? Like they made it work at home some way, shape or form, or there were other people who just felt like whether it was, they couldn't wrap their mind around it or whether maybe their, um, at home, like the atmosphere didn't allow for it or for whatever reason, I felt like people were either one or the other. Yeah. And then as a a family, like you just want to get out. So like we were definitely like hiking more and walking more and just kind of like trying to get out of the house any way that we could. But um, I was also pretty lucky where when the pandemic hit, um, my husband had like, so he used to open the weight room all the time. So um, he was able to go to the weight room at the school that he was working at um, and bring some of the weights home. So it was, we didn't really have much at home initially. Um, but he was able to kind of bring some stuff home so that I had some equipment at home, which helped too. And you were pregnant during COVID? So I was pregnant. Yes. <laughs> um, I got pregnant um, in the summer of 2020. The summer um, of 2020. Okay. Right. So, yeah. So, and then I was able to work out through my pregnancy um, for That's the most great. part um, until actually we all got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> right. At some point it catches yeah. up to everybody. Yeah. So, um, I got COVID probably when I was almost eight and a half months pregnant. Um, oh, man. And, but so I worked out right up until the end and that just kind of like, um, kind of deterred the, the progress of, right. of working out. Um, but then I started as soon as I could, um, I had a C-section with him. And then once I got the, okay, um, my doctor kind of knew that like working out was something that was important to me. And, um, you know, he gave me the, okay. And said, to get started again. So, and did you feel like after your second, it was easier to get started because you already knew like what took taking a break felt like before and a little bit. So I would say like, I I definitely, I would say I had a C-section with my first, a C-section with my second. And I would say that with my second, um, I, there was, I was five years older. It was, I was not a young mom either time. And I was a little bit concerned about the recovery the second time. And I would say that my recovery felt so much easier. And I know uh, that that's because my body was stronger. Right. Um, so like my recovery was definitely a lot easier the second time around. Um, but getting started was tough because you're used to feeling strong in your workouts. And then it was like, you're, I felt like right back at square one where like I was, did not feel strong. I was carrying a ton of extra weight. Um, you know, my body was still healing and I was like having to modify everything. Um, so at that point it was just trying to work with, you know, giving myself grace, but it was difficult. Right. I wasn't enjoying the workouts by any means. <laughs> yeah. 
I know. I feel like after each of my pregnancies, I definitely had to have like pep talks with myself about like, I definitely had different like transformations as far as like where I was mentally. Like first one, I was like, go, go, go lose the baby weight. Second one, I was like, slow down. Yeah. Give yourself some weights. You are going to get stronger again. Like, right. You know, um, but it's hard when you're used to being super active, whether you take off two months or two weeks, you definitely always feel a little bit like, oh my God, I lost some progress. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel that in the workouts. Um, so it was tough at first, but then also like I would feel the gains in the workouts too. And I'd be like, okay, last time I was struggling to get through this and like, you know, it's only been a couple of weeks, but I'm not struggling as much anymore. So at this point with, after your second, were you doing virtual workouts? Yes. Okay. Um, so I, I actually have not gone back to doing anything in person yet. Um, because the virtual has just kind of worked for me. Um, so I was still doing virtual workouts at that point. Um, and I was doing, I was aiming for like two a week, um, you know, and then I just started building from there. And now your little guy is one. Yes. Now he's one. And you've been doing hit and lift essentially since January. Yep. So that's a change because hit and lift is not virtual. Right. I know it's for anybody who doesn't know what hit and lift is. It's my online program. It is where I upload training programs into an app where you kind of look at the schedule, hit play on workout one and kind of go from there, but it is a little bit different, right? It's not like a live session. Um, How was that transition for you? Right. So that definitely, um, it took a little bit more of that intrinsic motivation to like, to get started. Um, so again, I tried to give myself a little bit of grace. Um, I think like when we started, it was like the end of football, like football had just ended. Yes. Um, Because you did the last round and I did a bonus month. So we started in December. Yep. Yep. I remember that. I I knew that, you know, I would, I would have a little bit more time, um, and a little bit more help to be able to make those a priority. Um, so I started again, kind of like a little bit smaller aiming for two workouts a week or, you know, three workouts a week, um, and just trying to fit them in where I could. And the great thing about hit and lift is that the workouts were short. So I knew that I could get some in, um, you know, fairly quickly. So it's funny that you say that because the very first time I ran hit and lift, I actually called it lift and hit the first time I ran it. And okay. So now I feel like I'm having a brain fart on how long ago that was because the pandemic messed me all up. But anyway, the first time I ran it, I actually ran it as a program with 45 minute workouts and I mixed in some 30 minute ones. Like, and I, and everybody in the group was like, we love the shorter ones. Yeah. Like we like 30 minutes, like we love. And I was like, okay, fine. So from there on, like the next time I ran it, I did all 30 minute workouts. Yeah. And that was, and even I think, so before hit and lift, um, during football season, you also did a different program that had even shorter workouts. Oh, right. I did the, uh, no sweets, just sweat challenge. Yes. The body weight workouts. Right. Yes. So that, and those were that, like 10 minutes, 10 yes. or 15 and, minutes. And that was great for football season because I don't think that I even could have committed to the half hour workouts during football season. Um, just like with the stage of life that we were in with the baby and, and whatnot. Um, but now that, you know, like I said, having a little bit more support with the baby's a little bit older, he can kind of entertain, entertain himself here and there, um, doing the half hour workouts is key. 
Um, and I just try to fit them in where I can, honestly. <laughs> now you're doing like four. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause I so, see you clicking, clicking the button. I'm like, Sarah's rocking four workouts a week. Yeah. I'm trying to, I, I tried to, um, kind of amp them up where I could because I did, um, I felt myself getting stronger. Um, and then I just knew that like, I wanted a little bit more. Um, so I tried to amp them up, um, to for a week, probably about a month or so ago. Yeah. Um, and, and then, and, and I also had to be a lot more intentional, intentional about how I was fitting them in. And because, so I like to work out in the morning. That's my preferred time to work out. Um, but being, having to be to work so early, um, and just kind of the mornings with the baby and my oldest son and my husband also getting ready for work because he's also a teacher. Um, they can just be kind of chaotic in the morning. So I can't always get that 5am workout in where I would like to. Um, so if I can't work out in the morning, I would always be like, okay, I'm going to work out when I get home from school, but then that can very easily get derailed. Right. So, um, I had to be a lot more intentional about like, okay, well, I'm going to come home. I'm going to prep dinner. I'll throw dinner in the oven. And while dinner's in the oven, I'm going to do my workout or I'm going to come home. And the first thing I'm going to do is my workout, because I know if I get started on something else, I'm not going to be able to fit it in. Yeah. Um, So just like kind of really being intentional about when I was going to do that, if it wasn't in the morning and communicating that with my husband so that he can kind of brain go well. (laughs) well Yes. I love that you say that because it does take communication. It does take a little bit of a village, right? Like being able to say like, I'm doing this. I need this time. It's just 30 minutes, but I need the 30 minutes. Right. And he's great about, you know, he knows that like, he will never say anything about like me taking that time. He'll never just be like, oh, I was going to do this or whatever. He knows that like, okay, this is like the one thing that I do. And, you know, there's no kind of, you know no backlash at all. about Right. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. We're getting it done. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you were able to be more flexible. I do think that is a huge benefit of doing like an at-home or an app-based program is that if you can wrap your mind or I guess get away from feeling like, but I always work out at 5 a.m. Right. And you can allow yourself to be a little bit more flexible. It's like, technically you can get these done anytime anywhere, as long as you're flexible with that a little bit. Yeah. And on that, so on that same note too, like every, my oldest son is very active. He loves to kind of do anything. So like, sometimes he'll come home and he'll say like, oh, I want to go for a bike ride or dad, can we go for a walk or like whatever? And my husband will be like, yeah, I'm going to take Roman for a bike ride. I'm like, okay, take the baby. I'm going to work out. I wasn't planning on working out, but now I know I'm going to have this like little window of time. So now I'm going to do that. Um, where yeah, I wouldn't have done that. I would have been like, Oh, I'll go up on the walk with you, which is great, but it's not the same as getting a workout in. Yeah. And then that way, maybe you were only going to get in three workouts that week, but you were able to get in the fourth or the bonus workout that is sometimes in there or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you traveled at all during this time? Um, so yeah, we've, we did like, just kind of like, um, local little vacations during February and April. Oh, nice. During school vacation week. Yeah. 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 Did you feel like it was easy to stay active during those times as well? Yeah, I actually, so when we went away, um, in February, I actually did some of them like in the hotel gym, which was easy. 
Um, and then when, when, when we went away in April, um, I also worked out in the hotel gym, just kind of like, it wasn't as, um, I don't think that I was doing a program at that point, or if I was, I didn't use it, but I just kind of did like moves inspired yep. by it and kind of put together my own thing, but yeah, yeah. very easy. Absolutely. I love that. I remember a long time ago where you had to check to see if your hotel had a gym and now it's just kind of like a given every hotel has a fitness center, whether it's small, whether there's like a cardio machine in there, uh, you know, pretty intensive or just a small rack of dumbbells. Everybody's got something, which is really, really nice. So how do you feel like, cause I remember in the beginning when I was checking in with you, like, how are things going? And I remember you saying like, ah, oh, I'm still rebuilding my strength. Yeah. And now what's funny. Cause even though like, I'm not running a hit and lift group right now, right. The next one starts July 5th. However, you continue to do the online membership. What's funny is I think the last time I checked in about programming, you were one of the people who were like, I want them more intense. Like I want more talent. I was like, okay. Okay, yeah. Sarah. Like, Yeah. So I definitely feel myself getting stronger. Um, but along with that flexibility is like, I before would never want to modify anything where now if I'm doing a workout or like, let's say I'm like trying to squeeze that workout in and it's like, I don't have, you know, like the pop that I wish that I had right now, or like, I'm just, I don't have quite as much energy as I would love to have before a workout, then I will modify it. And just to to kind of get that in. Um, So I I, like, I have made some modifications here and there, but I haven't needed to as often. So Um, yeah, so I was, I thought that they were becoming easier, which I think I said, like, well, they're feeling a little bit easier. So we probably should amp it up. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, that's yeah. a like a testament because all yeah. of you ladies were in the first round of hit and lift, right? So now like the progression needs to get even more. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I love that. I'm like, we can always make them more challenging. We can always, you know, amp up the intensity or whatever it is. But I love that you said you would modify because I really do think that that's a big component to staying consistent. And so just to clarify, I know what you mean when you say modify. I've always told people in the group, like if you don't have like what you're saying, like that energy, maybe you didn't have a good night's sleep, like feel free to take out the hit portion. of the workout and maybe just do the lift or, you know, take the intensity down on the hip portion and go lighter on the weights for a workout. I feel like that's a better option because at least you're still checking the box of like moving your body and like getting that exercise in, but maybe it didn't look like the way it did the week before. Right. Right. But don't you feel like that gave you the opportunity to get stronger for the next time. Like, it's not like modifying made you feel weaker the next time you did the workout. Yeah, And like you said, so like, if that's going to be the difference between me fitting in another workout that week is, you know, maybe only doing bodyweight squats rather than like jump squats during something or, you know, marching in place rather than doing like high knees Mm -hmm. here and there. Um, then I feel like overall, like that's still better than not doing the workout or going for a walk. I feel like I would get more out of it, um, than just, you know, than just skipping it all together. So I feel like, um, that has definitely made the difference of me squeezing in more workouts per week. Um, and hopefully will make more of a difference throughout the summer. Now that I have more time, I have, uh, I want to try to fit in more workouts, but we'll okay. see. <laughs> okay. Challenge accepted. I will add more. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> well, you guys are actually in the middle. This is not middle because it's only Tuesday that we're recording this, but um, you're this week is wrapping up the plague challenge that you ladies yes. have been doing. So talk about that because this is a year after having a baby yeah. and you're up to a one minute plank, right? Right. So um, I think I'd asked at one point if, if it should have been like a, like a high plank or like a low plank, you yep. said either way. So I chose to a high plank because I feel like one thing that um, has been harder for me is the um, like upper body strength, because okay. like, um, I, I don't know, I just, I feel like that's been more of a struggle for me. And it's, it's always been kind of like a, a weaker thing for me. So I chose to do the high plank. Um, so I'm in my second day of a high plank and definitely breathing through it towards the end, <laughs> but I'm, I'm able to do it. So yeah, that's great. And you got your little guys like planking yeah. right along with you, which I absolutely love. Yeah. So it's funny. Cause every time I go to do it, the baby runs over and he kind of does his version of a plank. So it's, <laughs> it's really funny. And then I can get my oldest to do it sometimes too. So it's fun. So before we wrap up, let's talk about that a little bit. How do you feel like getting, I mean, cause now you're getting in four workouts a week, pretty mm-hmm. regularly. Um, do your kids say anything about it? Do they make comments? Like how do you, what kind of example do you think that has set for you guys as a family? So I like, they know that this is just something that mom does now. So, um, my oldest sometimes will do some of the moves with me. Um, and then the baby, he also kind of like knows what's going on. Um, so as soon as I pull out my yoga mat, the baby goes to the top of the yoga mat and does like basically like body weight squats. Um, and he's just kind of like playing all over the place all around me. So he kind of knows that, you know, this is just something that, that mom does and, you know, he's around and sometimes makes it easier on me than others. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. I know it's okay, Sarah. I know we've been on for a while. Um, My oldest actually said to me the other day, which is funny because he's 10 and I'm like, he's like, mom, you're a bodybuilder, right? (laughs) I wanted to die laughing. I almost choked on my food. I was like a bodybuilder. And then I stopped for a second because I was at first I was like, no, like, and I'm not a bodybuilder. But then I was like, well, you know what I do? I work on building my own body. Yeah. In a sense, I'm like, I, you know, I'm not a bodybuilder competitor, but mom focuses on, you know, building her own body and staying strong. And he was like, yeah, like that makes sense. You're a bodybuilder. And like, I want this to be something that like is an example for them. Like I want that, like, obviously, you know, my husband is a a coach, like um, fitness and sports are a part of our lives. Um, I was a coach before as well. Um, My son is active in sports. So like, you know, this is part of of that, like being strong and training your body. And um, my son actually just started skateboard. Well, he's been skateboarding for a little while, but he just got a new skateboard yesterday. And he was talking about how like the leg that was on the skateboard was a little bit sore today. So I'm like, well, you know why? It's because you're stabilizing and like going through it. And it still is sore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we like, I I just came back. Yeah. So like, I I want him to know that like, this is how you make your body strong. And like, this is what you, you should be doing if you want to do that. So. Absolutely. I love that. Well, Sarah, I know you're busy. Thank you so much for taking this time with me today. I appreciate you sharing your experience, how you make fit work, your experience with hit and lift. Um, And then I will see you in the group. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye, Sarah. Have a good one. Bye.
All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Making Fit Work. If you did, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference and would be super helpful to me. Also, if you have any topic suggestions, if there's something in particular you'd love for me to address on this podcast, feel free to shoot me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Again, you can find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Or you can join my private community on Facebook called Making Fit Work and drop your topic suggestions in there. Until next time, my friends, be strong, be healthy, be happy.